On the show today, MLB gives a pass to Turner, USC gets the W, I do my master's pool, NFL picks for week 9, and my top 10 NBA players of the last 20 years. Welcome to the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. Saturday. I hope everyone's having a good weekend. Welcome to the podcast. Lots to cover on the show, so let's kick it off with the MLB. As you know, Justin Turner tested positive for COVID in Game 6 of the World Series, and he returned after the team had clinched the title. So he was out there celebrating with the team. MLB reported this week that Justin Turner will not be punished for his actions. Well, that's great, and I understand some comments about some fans. Yes, that he was already exposing the team members, so what's the big deal? The thing is that a player tested positive in the middle of a game, and now that there's a risk of exposure. Now, since the MLB came out and said no punishment for Turner, which this year has been a you know, slap on the wrist in regards to punishments for MLB players. Houston Astros example as a scandal as one. And yes, even my Red Sox were part of a scandal too. No players were punished in that. But since Turner's test, uh, five members of the Dodgers organization, including players, have tested positive for COVID-19. So... Manfred has not really been doing a good job containing this, uh, putting, you know, penalties on players and teams. So Justin Turner gets nothing, but at the same time, too, people did get infected when this happened. Just wanted to mention that. I'll give more updates in, uh, next week as well of what's going on. But MLB, nothing for Turner in regards to punishment. But the virus did spread and five were tested positive in the Dodgers organization. Yesterday I talked about the return of the Pac-12 and today it kicked off and USC uh, started their first game today this morning, uh, California time at 9 a.m. So it was 12 o'clock here on the east. So but USC with a comeback, they won 28-27. They were down 17-14 at half giving up uh, 10 points, but the final five minutes of the game, Hoy, uh, Slovis with a touchdown on 4-13, four, four and 13. then they get the onside kick, able to score again with a minute and uh, 20 seconds left to try and give uh, Arizona State a chance to win, but USC came out with the W. The one thing I could say about the game today USC's defense needs to learn how to tackle and control the run. Arizona was just running all over them, and the defense looked sloppy. Now, it could have been the lack of, you know, training camp, preparation. To me, it just looked like they couldn't contain it. And you know what? They had two big – there were two touchdowns that they scored were for 25-plus yards. Uh, And one of them was a 52-yarder. Uh, before the half, it just they just couldn't tackle. You had a chance to push them out of bounds, but they couldn't. But lots of uh, lots of issues with USC. It's only the first game, so 
we'll see how it goes uh, as the season continues. But USC got the W. I'm excited. There were two games canceled today in the Pac-12 due to COVID concerns. Uh, as of right now, uh, Stanford and Oregon are playing. Uh, UCLA and Colorado are playing. Monday, I'll give updates on those scores and what's going on today. But today, I have lots to cover on the show. So Monday, I will go over NCAA in regards to what's going on. Um, because you know what? Tonight, there's Clemson and Notre Dame. We could have a new number one, depending on how this game goes. Bama didn't play this week, so Monday show will be a little football-based, but I will cover this on Monday on the NCAA. As you know, uh, so I'll kick it off to NFL. So as you know, every Saturday I do my picks, and then I do my rankings. So today, like I stated, I got my master's pool picks that I'm going to be doing, which I'm going to get them in early just due to my busy schedule during the week. So they're due in on November the 11th. I'm going to try and get them in early, uh, but I will go over my picks tonight on who I am liking uh, to win. Um, now in this pool, I'm choosing 10 players. The best player scores. Uh, you you do win, or the top three win the prize. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, for, for the event, I will be announcing who I think might win and as well uh, who I'm going to be using in the pool to help me win this pool. Now, this pool is done through uh, the Niagara Golf Warehouse. Great store. I'm not asking for a sponsorship. I'm just saying, hey, I do shop there. I do buy some of my clubs and some golf balls, and I do enjoy it. Uh, I'm an avid golfer. I golf a couple times a week. It's it's a hobby that I've done since I was a little kid with my dad. But today I will be doing a master's pool. I will be announcing who I'll be choosing uh, for next week's event. And then Wednesday show, I'll recap what's going on. But today I'm going to announce my picks because I'm going to get them in early uh, before the master's starts. Because like I stated, busy schedule this week. Lots going on. So like to get it all handled. Part of the reason why my busy schedule is I am golfing six times next week. Uh, so plus my regular work schedule that I have. So it's trying to balance everything out. Uh, so but that's gone. So uh, we're going over to the NFL. Uh, we're going to do my uh, top five picks and then I'll kick it off with my master's pool. So the games that I chose were Seahawks and Bills, Raiders and Chargers, Pitts and Dallas, uh, Chiefs and Panthers, Minnesota and Detroit. So uh, my picks I'm going with. So for Seahawks and Bills, I'm going to be choosing the Seahawks. It's the Russell Wilson offense. I'm liking them. Uh, it's the Bills. I don't know. They may be able to score a lot of points. They do have the better defense. But I'm just liking this team, the, the carryover from last week, how they beat the 49ers, and then uh, the week before as well, playing very well. So it, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a good game. But the Seahawks' offense is powerful enough that can the Bills' defense stop them? And can Josh Allen and this Bills' offense keep up with them? That is the question, and I think it's a no. So... Look for the Seahawks to get the W, but, you know, the Bills do have a good defense, and the Seahawks, man, but it's the offense. 
the Bills' offense is not good enough to keep up with uh, the Seahawks, DK Metcalf, Carson uh, coming out of the backfield, and you got Russell Wilson. So this is going to be a good game, but I'm liking the Seahawks. Raiders, Chargers, I'm going with the Raiders. I think the carryover from the Chargers blow, blown lead last week to the Broncos. So looking for the Raiders with their W. So look for that uh, this week. So Seahawks, Raiders so far. Pitt versus Dallas. Well, Pitt's the all-around better team. They had a great win last week against the Ravens. They're 7-0. and And Dallas, well, they're a disaster. I, They're going for their fourth starting quarterback uh, this season. Uh, Danucci didn't work out well. We all saw that against the Eagles. Dalton is on the COVID list, plus was on IR due to concussion symptoms. Dak Prescott is gone, and then they're looking at uh, someone new for tomorrow. I believe it's Stevens or uh, Gobert. Let me confirm that for you. Uh, but I'm going to move on to my next pick as I'm looking this up. But Pitt is going to be the win over Dallas. Just Dallas is just a disaster as this is as this season's progressing. We've seen them. We saw their terrible loss to the Eagles last week, and it's just going to keep going downhill. So. We're going to see potentially Dallas in a top five pick for this uh, season or for next week's uh, draft pick. So uh, for the next game, uh, Chiefs and Panthers. I'm liking the Chiefs, even with Christian McCaffrey returning for uh, the Panthers. I don't think it's still good enough for uh, for the Panthers to win, but I'm liking the Chiefs. Uh, over the Panthers for the win as well. Uh, so, so far my picks are Seahawks, Raiders, Pitt, Chiefs. Brings me into my fifth and final game. I know last night I mentioned an honorable game. and I'll get into that after my picks are done. So, just to update on what I was talking about, Cowboys are planning to start Gilbert. So, Garrett Gilbert uh, for that. And the backup will be uh, Cooper Rush. And then... Uh, the third string, Ben DiNucci, will be there as well. Uh, last week, the game was not good, so it's going to be an interesting game for Mike McCarthy with these quarterbacks. Uh, but Gilbert is set to start with Rush backing up. So tomorrow's game, Pitt with the W, Chiefs after that, Minnesota and Detroit. I know last night I was going to be like, well, we'll see what Stafford's going to be doing. Stafford has been cleared and will be uh, playing in tomorrow's game. Uh, but I don't think they have enough to compete with the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook is there. And plus you have, you know, Thielen. Uh, Kirk Cousins is playing very well too. And they do have a decent defense. And they got a good W against the Packers last week. So go with the Minnesota Vikings on tomorrow, and then, you know, Detroit Lions. Uh, Stafford has been playing all week. Galladay's out. They're, they're not a strong team. I have picked them before in the past, but I'm liking Minnesota for the W. So my, wick, my five picks for the week, uh, Seahawks, Raiders, Pittsburgh, Chiefs, and the Vikings. Those are my five. I'm, going, I'm hoping for 5-0. and oh. Currently sitting on 25 and 13 for my season, so I'm ex looking to you know 
bump that up. Let's go for a perfect week. So just remember every Saturday I do my picks uh, for, uh, for football. Uh, so uh, I mentioned an honorable pick last night. My honorable pick was my Colts versus the Ravens. I'm going with the Colts for tomorrow. Colts are at home. Baltimore's coming off a tough loss. And some players haven't practiced this week due to COVID concerns. Uh, they were in close contact with someone, so they were put on the COVID list for the five days. So we'll see what this game brings. Colts had a, a coach uh, test positive as well. But we're, we're seeing here, actually, sorry, they had a staff member positive. No coaches, a staff member. I will reiterate that. So I, I'm liking the Colts. I'm liking the defense. They had a great team win last week. Baltimore's coming off that struggling loss. Lamar Jackson against good teams isn't playing very well. So we'll see what tomorrow brings. Can the Colts contain Lamar Jackson on the ground? Can they stop rush him enough? that they can contain him and not have him rush and try and get more yards. But to me, I'm liking the Colts. It's, it's the offense that's going to – it's the battle of the offenses. And it's going to be a little bit of a battle of a defense as well. Colts have the number two defense in the league. They have played lesser, uh, less strong – or sorry, not strong opponents this season, but they have played good opponents enough that they have been able to shut them down. And the Baltimore Ravens have a great defense, too. I'm not arguing against that they're terrible, but they have a great defense. But it's the offenses that I'm worried about. Can Lamar uh, beat the Colts defense? And can Phillip Rivers uh, beat this Ravens defense? So, But the benefit is we're playing at home, and we're coming off a win, and they're coming off a heartbreak loss where they had to play catch-up as well. At one point in the game, they did have the lead, but... They, they did lose. They had to play catch-up in the end because, you know what, the Steelers beat them. But it's could be anyone's game, but I am picking the Indianapolis Colts as my honorable mention for tomorrow. So let's move it on to my Masters pool. Uh, as you know, next Thursday, the Masters kicks off uh, November 12th. So I'm excited for that. I'm always a big golf fan. I did talk a lot about the U.S. Open before. So it's a it's going to be an interesting week next week in regards to golf. So I'm doing a pool. As you know, I am I shop at the golf, Niagara Golf Warehouse. Uh, so I do buy some of my clubs there. Uh, they do trade-ins too. If you ever go there, check them out. It's in St. Catharines. But Niagara Golf Warehouse, great store. So they're doing a pool. As you know, I'm on their followers list. So I got an email to, just like any other customer that goes to the store, to enter in the master's pool. So what you have to do is you have to choose uh, 10 golfers that will win the most money in the master's. So we're gonna, you have to see what they're going to do. So when they mean the most money, basically where they're going to be placing, and the total amount that they're going to win at the end. So basically, you want to try and choose the winner, and basically your top. You want to have the majority of them in your top ten. So uh, they have them broken down into five categories: Top Guns, Young Guns, Internationals, Europeans, Americans. So I will go through each list on who I'm going to be choosing. Listen, the Top Guns. That's a tough list. It's a it's a very very tough list. 
So just to go through it, Top Guns, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy, John Ram, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Xander Shifley, and then Justin Thomas. Now, for me, uh, for out of this, the top two, I'm going with Bryson DeChambeau, and then I'm going to be choosing Dustin Johnson. I'm liking that. DJ was the top winner this year in the FedEx Cup. He is built to that he can control his shot on this course, so I'm liking for that. And Bryson's coming off the U.S. Open win. So, you know, Bryson does have a good long ball. He is set to, you know, be the favorite for this week, and I think he's built to beat this course because look what he did at Wingfoot. And Wingfoot, to quote Tiger Woods, it's basically uh, – a harder version of Augusta, and we all saw what Bryson did, so I'm liking Bryson and Dustin for the top guns. The young guns. Now, this is, uh, we have JT Poston, Colin Morikawa, Matt Wolf, uh, Sungay Im, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantley, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Cameron Champ. Who am I liking on this list? Colin Morikawa, the PGA champion, and then Matt Wolf. Second place at the U.S. Open. I'm going to get into my who I'm going to be my favorite is uh, later on this week in the episode. I might get a hint, but I might give who I think is going to win. So, but I'm liking those as the young guns. Now, the internationals. We have ourselves. Jason Day. Adam Hadwin from Canada. Adam Scott, who is a Masters chap, champion. Uh, Joaquin Neenam. Uh, Hideki Matsuma. Louis Oosthuizen, Abraham Anser, Mark Leishman. Who am I liking with this team? I'm going to go with Jason Day. And then I'm going to go with the Canadian, Adam Hadwin. I'm liking him. He has been solid, but I'm, I'm think I'm going to go with him in regards to the Masters. Um, this The rest of the list, it's hard to say what's going on. You know, Matsuma, that's an interesting one too. Oosthuizen's played well here, but... I'm going to go with the Canadian. I'm going to go with Jason Day. We'll see how they go. Europeans, you have Tyrell Hatton, Hendrick Stenson, Sergio Garcia, Bernd Weisberger, Tommy Fleetwood, Shane Lowry, Justin Rose, Paul Casey. Who am I liking with this? I'm going to go with master, former Masters champion Sergio Garcia. He has played well on this course. Next, I'm going to go with Tommy Fleetwood. He has always been a, you know, interesting pick, and I'm liking him for this. So Sergio, Tommy Fleetwood for my picks. Now that leaves me with the Americans. The Americans, we have Matt Kuchar, we have Bubba Watson, Gary Lee Woodland, Tony Finau, Webb Simpson, Kevin Keisner, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods. Now, Bubba Watson's a two-time winner. Uh, Tony Finau is a solid young player. You have also Tiger Woods, who was last year's Masters champion. Hasn't been playing well this season, but he does play well at Augusta. So, who am I going with? I'm liking Tony Finau because he's had a good season. And he's done well in the last couple majors and the last couple tournaments. And then, who's going to be my next person? I'm going to go with the defending champion, Tiger Woods. Let's see what he can do. Maybe this is the one tournament that helps him turn it around. It's, he won it last year. He does play well at Augusta. It's always a tournament he looks forward to playing in. So, 
we'll see how it goes for him, but I am liking those as my picks. So Bryson, Dustin, Morikawa, Matt Wolf, Day, Hadwin, Sergio, Tommy Fleetwood, Tony Finau, and Tiger Woods. Uh, so that's going to be my picks. Uh, my mom's also going to be doing one as well. And I may do an additional one too. Uh, I'll make over that on Monday show or Wednesday show too. Uh, just to say, hey, this is what I did for my additional picks. But with my one that I'm going with, those are my picks. So I will let you guys know, uh, not this Monday, but the Monday after, uh, on how I did. Did I win anything? Did I get anything? So we'll find out. But this is what I, I like to do, and it's going to be interesting. I haven't done a golf pool in a while. I love to play golf. I love watching the majors and tournaments. But those are my picks for the turn uh, for the Masters. So, uh, so I'm liking that. And now, who I'm thinking that might win, who I'm liking to win. I know it's I know Bryson's the favorite. I know he got Dustin Johnson. So, but I am liking. Uh, I'm like I think I'm liking Matt Wolf to win the Masters. I think just his performance this season. Uh, he has had a tournament win. I'm liking him on how well he played uh, at Wingfoot. Uh, like I stated, some people players thought it was uh, tougher than Augusta. Tiger Woods quoted, "It is basically playing Augusta in the rough." Uh, so I, I think Matt Wolf will do very well at this course. Bryson's the early favorite, but I'm going to go with uh, Matt Wolf as the W for this. So I'll let everyone know, and I'll cover the recap. But remember, I said Wednesday show, I will be doing a specialty top 10 uh, golfers who have never won a major, as well as next Saturday, my top 10 greatest golfers of all time. Why not? You know, Masters is back. We're at the end of the year. Might as well have that GOAT discussion. So, uh... Now it's moving on to the top 10, my rankings. So tonight is my top 10 greatest players, top 10 players of the last 20 years. Not, so I'll be introducing that uh, for the podcast. So coming up next is my top 10 uh, players of the last 20 years. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Let's kick it off with my top 10 NBA players of the last 20 years. Since the NBA announced that they're returning December 22nd, might as well do a little tribute to the NBA. I did my top 10 greatest of all time two weeks ago, or sorry, three weeks ago. Uh, so this is me carrying over to now the top 10 in the last 20 years. So number 10, we'll kick it off with. Allen Iverson, what he did with Philly, the multi-time All-Star, multi-time steals leader, also came out with an MVP, took his Phillies team to the finals against the Lakers in 01. Solid, solid player. Uh, listen, he was the leader of Philadelphia, and when he came in, a lot of people didn't like him because of his attitude, but he was one of the best players to play the game. And we still respect him for him today, especially now that he is a Hall of Famer. So let's not forget that. Number eight, uh, when you, or sorry, not number eight, number nine. Number eight, number nine can go either way. Uh, but for me, number eight, Dirk Nowitzki, the face of the Dallas Mavericks. 
uh, led them to a championship twice, uh, lost to the Heat, and then they, he got his revenge against the Heat in 11. We all remember his famous flu game, the one that LeBron James, Dwayne Wade were mocking, where they ended up losing. That was the first year of the super team. Let's not forget that. Uh, well, so-called super team. Wasn't the first team to do it, but he did beat them, came away with his first title. Also an MVP, uh, and also was the finals MVP that year. Definitely one of the best big men in the last 20 years. There were some better ones, but he was definitely the face of the Mavericks, as well as just a stellar player and a leader. Number nine, going with Kevin Garnett. This includes Kevin Garnett as the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Kevin Garnett with the Boston Celtics. Regular season MVP, multi-rebound leader, uh, and NBA champion uh, with the Boston Celtics. But just what he did in Minnesota, how he was just the face of that franchise, dominating in the middle, the multi-rebounding leader, four times, 12-time all-defense. Let's remember that as two. He was one of the best big men. Like I stated, there were better big men than Dirk Nowitzki, and Kevin Garnett was one of them. Now to number seven, Dwayne Wade, three-time NBA champion, NBA Finals uh, MVP in 06 that he won in his rookie year with Shaquille O'Neal. But you don't think Miami Heat unless it's Dwayne Wade. And we know that he had LeBron James, Chris Bosh come to his team, but it was his team. He was still the face of that franchise. And you don't associate the Heat without Dwayne Wade and just had a stellar career. Like I stated, three times uh, NBA champion, finals MVP, multiple all-star scoring champion, multiple times on all-defense, stellar career, and definitely one of the best players in the last 20 years. So, so far, number 10, Iverson, 9, Garnett, 8, Dirk Nowitzki, 7, Dwayne Wade. Now, number 6, uh, number 6, number 5 can go either way, but... For me, it's Kevin Durant is number six. Uh, two times final MVP, two times NBA champion. To me, he's always still going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. Kevin Durant, a regular season MVP, just a force. Um, offensively, there's not that many players can match him one-on-one, uh, -on -one, and he's just a stellar performer. Listen, when he moves the ball and shoots it, it's just perfect, but... When it comes to what he's done the last 20 years, listen, or sorry, not the last 20 years, my apologies. Uh, he came in uh, in the in just before 2010. So, sorry, I didn't say the last 20 years, but he is one of the best in the last 20 years. But with Durant, the multiple finals MVPs, regular season MVP, what he did with, listen, what he did with Golden State, yes, that's great. He got his championship. But to me, Moving that aside, it's what he did with uh, Oklahoma City. The final, the MVP took his team to the finals with that stellar team that he's well, multiple scoring champion. Like I stated, he's probably one of the best scorers in the game. Uh, but listen, part of me has him at sixes. It's just the way he left Oklahoma City, the way he handled everything in uh, Golden State. It's just the attitude and it's just how it shouldn't have been handled. I know there's other factors, especially with uh, Draymond, but for me, this is where Durant is. 
this is where I like them. Just because where my top five is, it's going to be uh, tough to beat. And one of them is his former teammate, and this is Stephen Curry. Uh, Stephen Curry, or sorry, Steph Curry. Oh, my apologies, Steph Curry. Listen, Steph Curry is arguably, if not the greatest uh, all-around shooter in the NBA, especially since he's came into the league. He is one of the best three-point shooters. Uh, he was a two-time MVP unanimously, which has not been done. Even Michael Jordan couldn't do that as well. Scoring champion, steals leader, uh, was part of the 73-9 and nine, uh, Golden State Warriors. Helped the Golden State Warriors get to the championship. And you know what? Yes, he had Durant help him win those two additional ones. It was never a finals MVP, but he is probably one of the best all-around shooters in the game. And it has impacted and assisted with Golden State. Now, this past year, Golden State wasn't the same. He wasn't the same either due to injuries. But for what his career has been since he came into the league and how well he shoots, you kind of have to put him at probably the top five uh, greatest in the last 20 years. And that's where I'm liking him. Now, we're going to break into my top four. Number four, Shaquille O'Neal. One of the best big men in the game. When I did my top 10 greatest, he was the starter of my greatest of all time. And you know what? When I'm doing my list of the last 20, number four is right exactly where he is. Four-time uh, NBA champion, finals MVP, one with LA, one with Houston, one of the best big men to play in the paint in those 2000s. And there, there wasn't many people that could match what he can do unless you're going with my number three, but Shaq was just a force to be in there. And when he was paired with Kobe, you saw how well they worked together, but he was just a dominating presence in the paint. And with uh, the multi-rebounds, the defensive skill, yes, we know his shooting wasn't the best, but he was just a dominating uh, player. So let's just go over some stats that he had. Finals MVP, uh, so thir sorry, three times Finals MVP, regular season MVP, multiple All Star, uh, and then we're doing three times on All Defense. Had two scoring championships, but that's could have been uh, in the earlier days. But if we're talking about uh, anything, just the multiple times that he's rebounded, and he was just a player to it was hard to match and play against him. But from the time of 2000 to 2008, or sorry, to the time that he retired in 2012, he was just one of the best players to, in the game. And that's where I saw him in the last 20 years. No one's been able to kind of replicate what he was able to do until I get to my next guy, which is number three, uh, Tim Duncan of the San Antonio Spurs. Three times finals MVP, five times NBA champion, two times regular season MVP. Listen. I know he had Popovich as his coach, and he had great teammates. But well, I shouldn't. I should say four-time MVP in the in the last twenty years. He won in '99. But if you're looking at it here, he had a stellar career. Fifteen times All Defense. Plus, he had the regular season MVPs, and then he also lost one against the Heat. So he could actually be, you know. Five time, but we all remember what happened. The Heat won that. But listen, for what his career was, he was one of the best big men in the game and was the leader of that Spurs offense. So remember that as well. So uh, 
that's my number three number two it's Kobe Bryant listen we all know who number one is going to be but number two you you think Lakers you think Kobe Bryant and he was the face of the franchise he won three titles with Shaq lost that one against Detroit but what he did after how he grew how he became that leader and just he was just a force and everyone knows that Kobe was one of those best players in that era and like listen he faced against guys like Tim Duncan he faced guys against LeBron that's the one thing we wish we could have seen was Kobe versus LeBron in the NBA finals but we didn't get that chance but seeing Kobe dominating listen seven trips to the finals in the 20 years seven trips and in those seven he won five and he did three trips without LeBron or without uh, Shaquille O'Neal Lost to the Kevin Garnett Celtics, but he was a force, and he was definitely that leader, that Mamba mentality that we know and love that re resembles Michael Jordan in the game. And he was the closest thing that we saw to Mike in regards to mental preparation of a game and mental attitude towards the game. But what he has done in his career, five times, five times uh, NBA champion, two times finals MVP, had a regular season MVP, 18 All-Stars, uh, 12 times All-Defense, two-time NBA scoring. He was just one of those players in the last 20 years, and I will keep him at number two. Number one, I will reveal, so let's give me some honorable mentions, Chris Paul, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Vince Carter, uh, Tracy McGrady, all phenomenal we all know kid in his times kid in his times with the New Jersey Nets Chris Paul you know with the Clippers Houston you know he, he has been all over but you know he had a, he's had a stellar career uh, Vince Carter Raptors going to the Nets after the trade plus bouncing around with you know Dallas Atlanta other teams too and then T-Mac with the Raptors to Orlando to Houston and you know he finished off with his career with the Spurs but you know all those players had stellar careers it's just when it came to my top 10 these guys were there and to recap my top 10 number 10 Allen Iverson number 9 Dirk Nowitzki number 8 Kevin Garnett 7 Dwayne Wade 6 Kevin Durant 5 Steph Curry Four, Shaquille O'Neal. Three, uh, Tim Duncan. Two, Kobe Bryant. And number one, this leaves as the obvious pick, Michael Jordan. No, I'm just joking. It's LeBron James. Uh, listen, what he's done. I, I've, I don't hate on LeBron. Listen, he's one of the most talented players in the game. When I did my greatest of all time, he was third. I've stated that he may stay third there. It's hard to say what his career is going to be like. Uh, when it comes to the end because we don't know will he pass Kareem what will his stats say as well but in the last 20 years LeBron James is the best player the multi trips to the finals his finals wins the finals MVPs just being the force the face of the franchise you know he's he's won with three different teams which hasn't okay it has been done but when he's the guy in leading those teams there it's him he's been that guy so LeBron James 
the greatest of the last 20 years. His resume speaks for himself. Like I stated, the multi-trips to the NBA Finals. You know, listen, he did led the comeback against the Golden State Warriors for Cleveland. Two championships with Miami. Won one with LA this past year. Finals MVP in all four. And like, when he plays, he plays. And the multiple trips, half of his career has so far been in the NBA Finals or led his teams to the NBA Finals which is great. And, you know, we haven't seen anything like this since Kareem when he's led his teams to the NBA Finals, which is stellar, and we're happy that we get to see that. But for this list, it's my my top 10 of the last 20 years. You've heard my list in the last, about my greatest of all time, but LeBron James, sorry, losing my voice a little bit, LeBron James, the greatest, sorry, the best player of the last 20 years. So, uh, that's my list there. That's the show for tonight as well. So just to recap, I did my picks uh, for the Masters. I did my picks for the NFL. Uh, so I will give updates on how I'm doing uh, in regards to that. So just want to remember my picks, if you don't, uh, Seahawks, Raiders, Pittsburgh, Chiefs, Minnesota. Honorable mention, my Indianapolis Colts. But those are my five picks. Masters pool. DeChambeau, Johnson, Morikawa, Wolf, Hadwin, Day, Garcia, Fleetwood, Tiger, Tiger, and Finau as my picks for the golf pool. So that will be being entered tomorrow. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed my list. I know it was a lot to cover today and one of my longer episodes, but I hope you enjoyed the list. There are going to be, you can let me know what you think. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, the draining uh, drainingjimmies.podcast on Instagram, Twitter, drainingjimmies. So enjoy the show. Uh, or sorry, I hope you enjoyed this show. Have yourself a great Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Draining Jimmies podcast. <laughs>